Hi, this is Rachel Sherman, and welcome to the FitFab and 40-something podcast, where each week we'll discuss issues surrounding health, wealth, fitness, and wellness to help you navigate your way through your 30s, 40s, and 50s. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the podcast today. I hope everyone is doing well. Today on the episode, we have a wonderful person by the name of Tracy Taylor joining us. Tracy is the founder of CBF Clothing, um, which is a clothing and activewear brand for anyone and everyone. And um, I wanted uh, her to come on and tell me about how she got started in um, this industry uh, and to tell me how she thinks she is fit, fab and 40-something. Welcome, Tracy. Hi, how are you? What a great introduction. Thank you for that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's what we're all about, being fit, fab and 40-something and whatever that means for you. So to everybody, it means something different. So, um, I, you know, that's what I love about this podcast. I like hearing what everybody's thoughts are of being fit, fab and 40-something because, you know, to each individual, it's a completely different thing. And that's great. And I love that. Absolutely. So tell me um, about how CBF, well, actually, before we get into the business side of things, tell me a little bit about you. So, yeah, I am 40-something. I'm not going to say which something, but it's a big something. (laughs) And um, I um, have a son who is now 21 years old and um, relatively untraumatised. So I think I did okay in that space as well. And he's still alive. So I must have done something right. You've done okay then. Isn't that my job, just to keep him alive? So Pretty much. I, I, I figure if another year goes by and none of us have killed each other, then we're doing okay. Especially this time, at this in this period when we're in pandemic, I oh think if, if we can just survive and, and uh, tolerate each other, I think that's a bonus, don't you? Absolutely. <laughs> um, and my, I have my elderly mother as well that lives with me. Um, I work full time in the um, insurance industry in the workers' compensation space, um, and um, yes, yeah, CBF Clothing um, and CB Fitwear is the activewear brand. Um, was born out of uh, lockdown. Wow! So um, and um, it was a, a um, an idea that I had uh, quite a long, long time ago. Um, I used to uh, go to see a PT. And every time I would turn up, she would say to me, um, oh, how are we feeling today? You know, what are we going to do? And I was like, oh, I can't be fucked, but I'm here. So what are we going to do? <laughs> and she said, you say that every time you should write it on your T-shirt. So I was like, hmm, that sounds like a really good idea. Because, you know, that like every you're always expecting to, you know, that idea of fitness is that you always want to be switched on and motivated and get going and I was just like no I can't we we know we have to be help or we we it's good for us and we know that it's important to stay healthy but there's also a lot of that sometimes it can just get a bit hard so yeah that's where it started from and then about um 
about three years ago now, I had a relationship breakdown. It was a pretty toxic relationship, um, uh, which had lasted about eight years. And so I was still reeling from that. And I sort of um, found myself a little bit lost into, you know, where I was, um, what my purpose was almost in life and what, um, you know, what, what my next steps were and where, you know, what my place was. So I, um, yeah, I, I, I sort of come back to this idea that I needed something a bit more that, that, that I, I sort of, you know, needed a sort of a purpose in life. So, um, I went to an entrepreneur's course, um, and it absolutely blew my mind and gave me that spark back um, and an, an idea that I could, you know, achieve something, that I could do something, even though I was, you know, by then in my 40s and um, feeling like I, you know, I still had more to give. So that actually sparked me to the point where I thought, yeah, I can do this and I can, you know, have a business and, and be an entrepreneur and excel in, in business. So um, I thought, well, CBF, that's when the idea came back. And I'd been pre previously told that, you know, this, that it was a silly idea that, you know, no one would go for it, that, you know, why would you have CBF on, on an activewear brand? It, you know, it doesn't make sense, but here we are. And it, yes. it makes perfect sense. It has been resonating with a lot of people. And um, that's been my primary motivation is, proving people wrong and anyone that tells me I can't do something I'm so stubborn if someone tells me I can't do something I'll do whatever yeah. I can oh, I know all wrong. about that <laughs> you, you do it you do it well you just want to prove them wrong <laughs> yes exactly and yeah. so yeah that's how it was born um I'd started the business in March 2020 and then COVID hit so wow. um yeah and here we are we've, yeah we managed to uh to get it from starting from the ground up and I, I was pretty there's always a silver lining to anything that's pretty um negative like a you know pandemic I know a lot of people have been hurting and a lot, a lot of people have done it hard and there is a, a huge difficult element to a pandemic but for me um there was certainly a, a it did give me that opportunity to really get stuck in and and give me a, something to do on the weekends when I couldn't go out or couldn't do anything it gave me yeah. something to do whilst I was yeah. locked down and yeah so it gave me a purpose um and it really yeah helped me get through a um a COVID that you know the the lockdowns and the pandemic and yeah. um here we are yeah I think um you know when you say people say it's not going to work um but you know you have to remember there's always going to be people like you out there that um you know don't want to take things ultra seriously in terms of their active wear and like having that humor um and you know uh, the i guess the bit of the self-deprecation <laughs> not taking yeah, things exactly. too seriously yeah like so there's always going to be people with the the same kind of mindset and sense of humor as you and that's they're your people that that's your market so yeah. um yeah there's yeah. something for everybody um, absolutely that, yeah that's that's what i found that it, uh, we i've called it finding my tribe 
in that um, you know it's really the the message has really resonated with uh, with people. Um, and I think I saw something recently that put it really well is that you you can't attract the people that um, that you want to or that will understand you until you actually become that person. So you need to be unapologetically authentic to who yeah. you are. And yeah. if you step into that, then you will automatically attract your tribe, those people that just get it and that that have that same sense of humor, that same um, sense of life and sense of purpose that you do. So I think that, that that's been one of the biggest lessons for me and the biggest, um, you know, grace in this uh, in this business venture is being able to find those people. And I've made some wonderful connections and some wonderful networks with people like you where you know we, we we've um we've literally met you know online only and and just but we've resonated with that common message so um yeah it's been a fantastic journey yeah. to be able to to find that these people and find my tribe yeah so you you don't you've never had a background in clothing or manufacturing or retail you've stepped into that completely afresh yeah absolutely yeah. <laughs> and how did you find that how did you navigate your way through all of that to start a clothing brand um so I've never been pretty academic I was never good at school so I'm not one of those um like I couldn't wait to get out of school I didn't go to university I didn't really progress all that so but I am, I'm very sort of, I feel like I'm very much a, well, we'll just do it and then we'll work it out along the way. So I think that's been my, the key to this was that, and I think, I don't think you necessarily have to be an expert in any field. You just have to have a passion for what you want to do or what you want to achieve. And then, um, yeah, you just work it out along the way. And I found that, that most of my, um, yeah, biggest um, achievements have been where, you know, I probably wasn't considered an expert or any, you know, by any stretch of the means, but I've just given it a crack. I've just given it a go. And you, you know, that that's the way I learn is just learn by doing and learn learning by just getting into the thick of it and seeing what works and, yeah. and just a bit of, and there's been a lot of mistakes along the way. Absolutely. Huge amount of mistakes, but that that's where the growth happens and that's where, you know, things come good. And um, yeah, it's been, it's been a roller coaster and I have learned a lot okay. about the retail industry. I have no, uh, I am I'm probably a bit creative. I think the closest I came to a retail brand was when I had to go at making my own jewelry. But <laughs> apart from that, never made, no idea how to sew no idea how to make patterns. Um, no, I can't. I don't think I'd even be able to draw a person that looked like a real person. So it's certainly you certainly don't need to be a fashion designer or a um, you know a, a, a talented artist or anything like that to have a, a business. I think it's just more about that passion yep. for um, getting stuck in and 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 making something that is an idea turn into a, a reality. Yeah. So you chose initially to start off um, the brand with an activewear um, fitness range. So does why is is fitness important to you? Is it important in your life? 
Yeah, it has been pretty um, significant part of my life. I've been one of, I guess, and, and, and just dieting culture or diet, you know, that healthy lifestyle in general has been a big focus. Um, I've, I, I've always been a bigger on the bigger side um, when it comes to, um, you know, what's considered, um, you know, being a healthy or skinny. I've never been the, the skinny person or the, you know, I think, well, you could argue that, but again, that's all, that, that's the whole thing is that these societal norms have been put out there to say mm. that you need to be a size 10 or you need to be to look a certain way to be considered healthy or to be considered fit and that's certainly not what my experience has been through my life um I've been morbidly obese uh I'm probably well I'm still I'm I would say I'm considered you know clinically morbidly obese now um but I, I would say I'm actually probably the the fittest and healthiest I have been um in in my whole life I've yeah. I've been skinnier and I have been more active but I wouldn't say that at my peak fitness level that I was healthy healthy yeah um, I was struggling with a lot of mental health and I was burnt out and I was physically drained so mm. it, it's it's that it, it is um yeah it's subjective that in my view it is fitness so um I have I am a qualified personal trainer um I I am at one stage I was a qualified Zumba instructor and I was running um seven to nine classes a week of Zumba um sometimes doing two hours back to back Mm. and they were pretty energetic times plus running boot camps every morning Plus, um, doing my own fitness, I was running and I was doing my own PT sessions um, and doing one-on-one PT with clients. Um, and I, you know, and I was, I'd got myself down to sixty-five kilos, and and I, you know, looked ma- looked amazing in terms of what that societal, you know, expectation is of what you should look like. Um, but I was exhausted and I was burnt out and I was not a nice person to be around. Mm. Um, I, and I, I, probably, I would say in hindsight, I probably wasn't there for my son at that time either. So um, I've, I have learned the hard way that, um, yeah, that fitness should be about not just being active or eating a certain way. It's about um, having a holistic life um, healthy lifestyle view you can be fit and healthy and enjoy life there that you don't have to trade one for the other and um, it needs to include mental health it needs to include self-care it needs to include self-love because without that it doesn't matter how much you exercise or how well you eat if you're not happy in yourself and you don't love yourself, then you're never going to feel like you're enough or you're never yeah. going to feel like you are. There's always got, you're always going to be striving for more. So it, yeah, I think that needs to be just as much in the forefront as, yeah. um, as your physical health and, and the way you eat. I think, um, and I think that's where the term wellness has kind of really become 
big and popular and more important over the last couple of years because yeah. people are starting to realize that you know um fitness and i have said this in a previous podcast too fitness will mean different things to different people throughout and at different times of their life so fit um for you at one time of your life is going to look completely different to being fit and and healthy and well at another part of your life um and you know whether that's just maturity um and and age and and as your lifestyle changes but um yeah definitely i think i think wellness is probably the better approach for people than than being fit yeah and the t- the word fit or the the term fitness just means the ability to do something that's all it means so you can be fit to go for a walk you can be fit to run a marathon, but it, so it's it's all in. It needs to be put in context. For sure, being fit does not necessarily mean that you have to be able to do a certain thing or be a tri, you know triathlete or be able to do whatever. It 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 needs to be put in context about yeah. what that word looks like. Whereas wellness is certainly much more of a holistic or or a, a more broader term that's probably we should be using a little bit more. I think mm, for sure. So where do you get your inspiration from for your clothing lines? Um, what's your design process? Um, so I, the, the, um, the main purpose is to be uh, body positive and inclusive. So mm-hmm. we have a lot of unisex wears because I don't care whether you're male, female or identify as neither of those. Um, you can wear whatever you like. So the uh, we as I say that the only labels I care about are the ones on the clothes. So yeah. Um, yeah. as long as it fits and you know, uh, as long as you feel good in it, that's all that matters to us. So um, I do. Tr- we we try to be very inclusive in the range that we have, and just function and comfort. Um, is is where we go in terms of the actual range and then in terms of the designs that we have um we i have a lot of um different designs for the the different types of personalities and um two of the the biggest i found is the rebel i there's certainly a lot of a rebel about being unapologetically authentic of putting yourself out there of um doing things you know like we talked about doing things in spite you know because we're told that we can't or I think we need to embrace that rebel in us and that bad side more um and 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 more accepting of that we don't have to be the perfect you know the perfect mom or the perfect wife or the perfect anything at any time so um embrace that rebelness so there's a there's um, a range that we call the rebel range that that speaks to that sort of side of people and then uh-huh. we have a larrikin range which is for those cheeky little uh, you know the cheeky people that you know embrace the fact that you know cbf at the gym is an oxymoron you know <laughs> you what you, you're there you know? <laughs> and um yeah um some and i use words and terms that that purposely tongue-in-cheek to sort of you know push those boundaries and have a little bit of fun with the fact that it's you know that 
we, we get out there and we do it anyway, but you don't necessarily have to be that a, a certain way to, to achieve um, what you want to achieve in terms of your health goals. Yeah. And, um, and oh, I'll, sorry. I'll also sorry. I'll also point out though we when we have our ranges, I, I use those same designs in a lot of different ways. So we've got t-shirts and singlets and everything because I find that sometimes you'll like a particular design or you want to wear it. You know, you like the message that it stands, but you probably it would be something that you wouldn't normally wear. So I'd like to have a different. Um, the same design in a different different start cuts so and styles to suit that person. So it's about finding your finding what works for you and finding yeah. your fit that way. Very smart. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I guess we we've touched a bit, like you know, um, and you call it a bit of an oxymoron about can't be fucked when you're actually at the gym or doing your fitness anyway. But is there a, a bit of a deeper message that um, that you want the brand to kind of convey? Yeah, I do often get, I mean, the first question I always get is what does CBF stand for? And then mm. when I say, they go, oh, well, I kind of thought that was it, but then, you know, but I wasn't sure because it's like, well, you know, it because of that fact that it probably shouldn't be a active wear <laughs> brand, but it's not, CBF isn't about being lazy or being, um, you know, not being bothered or you know it's about choosing what you care about or choosing what you can be fucked about so um not sweating the small stuff it's about mm. not um not caring what other people think of you not caring about you know not worrying about being judged for doing a certain thing a different or or doing it a different way to what is the, the you know considered the the norm um so yeah about not worrying about what societal expectations say that you might need to act like or be like to to do certain things um and and yeah just being again that unapologetically authentic um being who you are and, and embracing it so that's what cbf means to me it's about you know not caring about um what you know Karen or Sharon or you know um thinks about in when when you go and do the school run or you know if you turn up in your Ugg boots to the supermarket that's okay you know yeah. and it's so it's about yeah. breaking those down those barriers and and um saying that it's okay to do it your way whatever that looks like yeah oh sounds perfect <laughs> now i actually have some of your products i have um the ponytail cap because i am always with a high ponytail <laughs> um and I'm, I'm or high usually, i'm in the bun the whole time <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> high mum bun which is like just a nest on the top of my head so ponytail caps are yeah. perfect for me and i love them to death and a pair of tights and can confirm squat proof fabulous um and ultra comfy just i really do love them they the fabric is really nice they are nice and firm without being tight um and yeah really nice um soft and um feel good fabric really so what are you what yeah. are your most um your biggest sellers in terms of um the range that you carry at the moment um 
Yeah, the ponytail cap has been really uh, popular. Um, we've had uh, that that's through a collaboration with another brand, um, Amios, uh, who's become a really good friend of mine. Um, again, a virtual friend, which I love um, <laughs> through this journey. And um, yeah, we worked, uh, we, we've worked on creating that on that one, but it's her, her idea the whole way was the ponytail cap. And um, but uh, I love that collaboration and I wear mine every day. It's got the sweat stains <laughs> on it and the, um, you know, it's it's pretty fresh now, but and we've got some new colors coming out soon, which I'm very excited for. Oh, exciting. Um, yeah, absolutely. And the, um, yeah, the leggings are definitely been very popular. They, uh, we, we call them a compression type because they are sort of a bit more, um, they do have that sort of hugged in uh, snug feeling, but, um, I, and I, but I wear it a, a slightly larger size than what I would normally do just because I sort of, I like that hug, but without feeling because like those compression the other compression shorts I used to have I once had them and it felt like they were they were cutting in like I felt <laughs> like I was like I couldn't breathe or I was being sucked into and I, I so I, I wanted something that was a bit more still compression and you still felt like you were um you know being hugged rather than being you know um, yeah constricted so, yeah um, and then sometimes yeah. with the old-fashioned ones they would come in so much but then everything would spill over the top so yes. that's never fun yeah, exactly no but these ones are high-waisted yes um, so they go they, yeah you can you can tuck all that muffin top in if you need if you've got that it's so funny my my daughter and husband always ask like oh, my god are you like grandma because all of your tights are like they're all high-waisted ones so um you know some actually because I'm not tall, some I could nearly, um, if they're full length tights, I could probably nearly pull them up over to cover my boobs. That's I, how high I, they are. I literally but most do of that. them are kind of um, navel, <laughs> navel height. And they constantly ask me, why are they so high? I'm like, well, when you're my age and you've had children, you'll understand why you want tights that high. Yeah. You should be going to kids. Well, it's your fault that I have to have this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yes, 100%. Yeah. 100%. So <laughs> <laughs> um, I, the other thing I love wearing, so um, we've got tank top tees now. Um, and it's funny. I always find that I've, on the picture, it's it, so I've got mock-ups of the tees and they're all got men on there, but that's my favorite cut. Um, they're slightly lower. So like, but they're, they're really good to run in and to exercise in. And I think they look really cool. So um, that's to me that, although it's got a guy on it and the tank top is meant to be that muscle tee and all that, I, that that's what I wear all the time. I love those tank top tees. They're my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. They're great. You touched earlier on one of the biggest challenges that you've you've um, kind of come into um, in this journey um, about realizing that you know you've got to be you. Um, mm. Is do you find do you think that's your biggest challenge that you've faced since starting the brand, or ha like what else? What's the most important thing you've learned along the way? Yeah, it's um, 
it, it's it's an ongoing challenge that definitely because we are so used to being put into a box and and put into you know okay so I'm a mum that you know if I'm a mum that means I have to you know make sure that the you know lunches all get you know do things a certain way um so even with the uh, with the brand it's very much a you know well what's you know you've got to instead of just it being that that one way of doing things I you know it, it's it can be challenging to try and fit outside that box mm. and also being a lot more vocal um for instance on social media I used to be that person that hated social media <laughs> and would not put myself out there and I would see other people checking into wherever and thinking why are you doing that you know no one cares what you think and no one cares what's going on but um I think I was doing myself an injustice by being like that and by hiding in plain sight um I find that um now that I am willing to put myself out there a bit more that um that's where the the business has really taken on because that message has resonated and and people want to hear those stories and people want to mm. hear what you they, they want to know that they're not the only ones yeah. um you know that, that I think that's that's the real key thing is just knowing that oh I'm not the only one that feels like I can't be fucked going to the gym and that yeah. I'd rather just sit on the couch and watch Netflix yeah that that's right I mean I'm still I still do it anyway but there are other things you can do as well so yeah I think people um, like knowing that there's weirdos just like them out there <laughs> absolutely yeah of course of course they do you know I'm I'm one of those people that you know, drinks decaf coffee, but I have a um, but I have a pre workout. Which, <laughs> so and they're like, well, I'm well because if I if I drank proper coffee and the workout, I would be bouncing off the walls. But yeah. I shouldn't need to. You know, it. it, it you just got to find what works for you, and it might not make sense to some someone else, and it might not make you know it. it might sound strange but you've just got to find what works to you and not give a fuck what other people think about what that absolutely that it's strange or or not not normal (laughs) so yeah do you think do do you think that the um do you feel like the fitness industry in general doesn't really cater very well to women or even men our age in their 40s and 50s and you know, it's very much 20s and focused. Yeah, there's um, a few gaps, I would say, in the market, in the fitness industry, especially the larger brands. Um, definitely in terms of cut and fit, like it, it always seems to be the the crop tops and the, the crop tops and the um, low cut um, and, and strappy and... Um, you know, or really short shorts. And what is this craze about that, you know, having your um the the scrunch bum? Like yeah. why? And and who like who finds that comfortable? It's, yeah. You know, we've been complaining about wedgies for years and now you're suddenly making it a fashion statement. It does like that doesn't make sense to I, me. I don't understand <laughs> it. I have to admit I had I bought a pair of scrunch bum leggings because I had to find out what 
all the fuss was about and I put them on and I'm like, mm, my butt doesn't look like what it does in the picture. <laughs> and it feels just weird. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, I'm pretty sure a man made those for sure. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I've never bought another pair anyway. <laughs> I can't imagine they'd be all that comfortable. I must admit, I'm going to raise my hand and say I haven't tried them, but. I um there's a reason for that I'm pretty sure it would not look great on me uh, anyway so yeah there's very much that um you know they catered to the, the the fashion conscious and the and the younger age group definitely um because yeah I, I find that most most women our age don't want to be wearing strappy tops strappy crop tops um they just want to you know and or they'll throw a t-shirt over them at the very least so mm. um I think that's definitely important. And um, I, the next thing I want to look at is sort of really getting, um, just getting some bras that, you know, uh, are comfy that you can work out in. Cause I think that's another gap. Yeah. And um, also size ranges like that. I've, I've really struck. That's one been one of my biggest struggles when I've been trying to get this brand is cause I want this brand to be an inclusive brand, mm-hmm. but a lot of the, the, a lot of the styles out there that I could buy wholesale were only going from size extra small to extra large. Um, And most of the population are at very least X, you know, large to extra large. And and I would say, uh, you know, there'd be a a, quite a large, uh, you know, amount of the population that are at, you know, 2XL. Um, So our goal is to have the full range in sizes XL, xs up to at least 5xl so that yeah. we can cater for um to be that body positive and inclusive brand because yeah. um yeah it's it's just not out there at the moment but we're, we're hoping to change that oh that's great and we are slowly uh, yeah and um what is next for cbf clothing what else do you have in store so we're hoping to, it, 2022 is looking like we're going to extend into um, sleepwear. I'd love to have a, um, a range of, uh, or I wonder if we could call it Netflix uh, wear. I'm pr- pretty sure we won't be allowed to. but you know. Couch wear. But it, yeah, couch wear. Sofa wear. <laughs> we'll have to start a, new, start a new style of clothing. But yeah, just something that you can relax, you know, have have some um, PJ, some comfy PJs um, with some cheeky um, cheeky designs on there. Um, and I also want to get to underwear as well because I find it very difficult to find comfy undies that go to go under your leggings and your, yeah, um, um, yeah, and and underdresses as well because I think we need, um, you know. I've, I wear shorts under my dresses. So I, I actually wear, my, I've, we've got a, the compression wear leggings and we've got them in shorts as well. And I wear them under my dresses mm-hmm. because um, especially in the summer, um, I, th- I find it much more comfortable if you're going to be wearing a dress all day to um, to have some, you know, to stop. I think they call it the chub rub, don't they? <laughs> Where it's, uh, you, you get the cha- chafing and the sweats. No, it's, that's not fun. Not fun. So much fun. <laughs> because so, yeah, do, do something on that one. why aren't you wearing stockings all day <laughs> oh i can't remember the last time i wore stockings i i can't that that 
can't think of anything worse. No, I think horrible. <laughs> the only time I've thought about wearing um, stockings in the last 10 years is if I was to rob a bank. But I don't, other than that, I don't think I would ever wear them because it sounds like a ridiculous... <laughs> Again, made by man. Why would you do that? Yeah. <laughs> See to <Yes>. yourself. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's been wonderful to have a chat to you today um, and uh, I thought we might close on um, probably a little bit more of a deeper kind of subject, but I did notice there's um, a lot of reference and, and cer- certainly um, on your social media and on the website that you place an importance on um, ensuring people's mental health is okay. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to allow you the time to um, talk about that as well um, because it's obviously something that's important to you and that you want your brand to convey. Yeah, absolutely. So we we have partnered with the Black Dog Institute because I am very passionate about supporting mental health and mental health research. that has been another big factor in my life or that has been prominent throughout my life. Um, not just my own mental health, but the mental health of people that I've um, loved along the way, be that friends, family, uh, co-workers. Um, it has been a huge part of um, my life and, and in my career as well. So I, I, as I touched on started the podcast I'm actively involved in workers compensation which is injuries at work and and we're we're finding that there's an increasing amount of um of mental health concerns and mental health issues that um either are formed or are a or contributed to by um by workplace issues whatever that might look like um and just um there's just it just seems to be an increasing problem Um, I myself have had mental health issues um, and suicidal ideation so and prior to experiencing that for myself I was probably not the most tolerant or understanding of mental health issues Um, I've been very much grown up with that um, just get over it you know don't cry toughen up Yep. that sort of attitude yep. Yep. um and i think that's increasing that's certainly a huge still a huge huge issue in men's mental health um that that toughen up and and don't show emotion is is mm. still i mean it's better than it used to be i, f- I think but it's still got a long long way to go mm. yep. uh, and uh but in women's health as well there is that um just that um, expectation to be, you know, you have to do, be um, th- all things to all people. So, you, um, and try, and we find that we're trying to look after everybody else, but we forget about ourselves. So again, that's that again comes down to, you know, looking after yourself be, and and making sure that you put yourself first, because yeah. if you don't, then you won't be physically or mentally able to look after those people that you love that you want to, to look after so yeah yeah it's um it's a huge part of um of of life these days and mm-hmm. it needs to be better understood 
better tolerated by um, by all and um, and and more compassion as well for those people that are struggling because I think there is still much that um, people deal with things in lots of different ways. So um, something that might not bother bother us could be really trigger, triggering and really traumatic to someone else. So yeah. we can't expect everyone else to be. Uh, to to treat the situation in the same way that we would. And I think as you've, as we've done, you know, it's just important to talk about it and be open about it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, it's, it's normalizing um, that it's okay not to be okay sometimes. So um, yeah, I think it's an important conversation to be had. And again, that CBF thing is, is part of that. You know, we all, like, there are going to be days when never mind, you don't, not just running or exercising, you can't be fucked getting out of bed. Yeah. Um, and sometimes we might just have to embrace that. Not, you know, that's okay to mm. have a day where you don't want to get out of bed. Spend the day in bed, that's fine. And if it lasts longer than a few days, then get help because yeah. that's when you need to start saying to yourself, well, you know, there is, that you know there there are people out there that care about you and that um, will understand what you're going through, um, and you don't have to do that alone. And if you talk to someone, that's the that's the part the the first step and the hardest step. And if yeah. you could, but if you can just reach out to someone, anyone, doesn't have to be family. It doesn't have to be a partner. It doesn't even have to be someone you know because the the lifeline numbers there's um you know the black dog institute has support networks there's all those sort of things that you can do to um to talk to someone yeah and i think that's the most important message yeah no very important message and thank you um for chatting about it uh that's all we've got time for today but I wanted to thank you so much for giving your time um, to have a chat to us about your brand and about um, the things important to you Uh, and uh, I will list the link to CBF clothing um, so everyone can go out and purchase all their own leggings and ponytail caps thank you I'm buying shit right now (laughs) (laughs) and um Uh, Yeah, thank you so much for your time today, Tracy. No worries. Thank you. I've really enjoyed it. The time's flown by. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the Fit, Fab and 40-something podcast. As always, I'd love it if you could take a screenshot from whichever platform you're listening on and share it on your social media. And don't forget to tag Fit, Fab and 40-something podcast on Instagram. Until next time, see you later.